then how are you going to be able to maintain your lifestyle, especially if you have all of your assets at risk? Making sure that you have the income on hand so that you can depend on it. I mean, that's your paycheck. You know, when you retire, you're creating your own paycheck and you just need to make sure that it lasts, that you don't outlive it. That's the key. a regular gym routine. When was the last time you checked on your financial fitness? If you're feeling like you're falling behind, Ed Sedell is here to help with The Retirement Trainer, a podcast about helping you get into better financial shape. Every week, Ed talks about things you need to know to become more financially fit for your future. Learn about things like how much money will you need, financial mistakes other people often make, and how you can avoid them. Plus, details on The Retirement Fitness Plan, a plan Ed personally created to help you get to and through retirement by focusing on five key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the retirement fitness plan when you visit egsifinancial.com and click on processes. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to The Retirement Trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. There's a lot of uncertainty in the air these days, especially when it comes to your retirement plan. And there's a lot of FOMO. You've heard the news, you've seen the headlines, you've felt the effects of the economy on your wallet, whether inflation, market volatility, or something else. It's not your first rodeo either. You've seen hyperinflation in the 70s, you've seen market crashes in the 2000s, and you've even made it through the Great Recession of 2008. So as far as weathering the current economic climate, it's... <laughs> Easy for it, you to say, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's time to restart your retirement engine. As you know, each difficult period comes with both similarities to the past and unique differences. There's a lot of financial products out there and options when it comes to helping Americans get through difficult markets, but not all those options may be right for the moment or for your unique financial situation. It's all about knowing how to use what's available to your advantage and knowing what your strategy is. It's The Retirement Trainer with Ed Sedell, a podcast about helping you become financially fit for your future, no matter what financial shape you're in now. This is Leanne Sedell and here to help us with all our questions and give us some guidance to help us stay in the best financial shape possible. The retirement trainer, Ed Sedell. Hi, Ed. Hey, boy, that was, I. sorry, I got a little wordy on that one, didn't I? Well, no, it's uh, but, not so but much you're... that. It's, it, honestly, I... Well, it, it, it's, it's been a long weekend and a long week, <laughs> a long summer, and, and FOMO, right? Um, the FOMO, the fear of missing out. Yeah. And, you know, we saw that so yesterday, so today is the 20th of July, is it? Yes, yeah, it yeah, is the 20th. It is? Okay, so yeah. we've had a couple rallies, and it's funny, you, you sit there and you listen to the pundits on... All the business shows, whether it's Bloomberg or Fox Business oh, or CNBC, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's you know it's a rally. It's a well, it is, but it's a bear market rally. You know, just looking and I mean, we've got you can't make those decisions. No one ever wants to pick bottom. You know, we've got the Fed decision coming out next week. Inflation, you know, hit new highs. Recession fears. The inverted yield curve, which is uh, a huge you know indication of 
of a recession, and yet you've got the Secretary of the Treasury saying, what? I, I guess I made a mistake once. I'm probably going to do it again. And yeah, I, I mean, it's just... Uh, and everybody trying, he's actually said exactly what he's going to do, and yet everybody is saying... Basically, it needs to be this and it needs to be that. And I, all I'm going to say is no matter what, it's going to be painful. It's just so much noise. And, and that's why, you, you, you know, what's your strategy? I mean, at the end of the day, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Right? So let's let's get to the point here. Basically, I'm sick and tired of hearing the noise, the difference between what is sound advice and what is offhand tips <laughs> that might work. The hot stock so, tip. So let, let's go with the retirement trainer uh, as far as direction. Let's give some direction here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, when you when you hear the news on TV, it's good to listen to it. It's good to to use it, you know, to to help build your knowledge. But it doesn't end there, right? I mean, that's kind of like a starting place. Then you got to do your research, you know, especially if you're doing this on your own. When the landscape changes, you know, it's you have to keep up with it. I mean, it's it's a moving target, and you need to make sure that you're prepared for for the future. And especially now. When a lot of people have all the, we'll, we'll just say high growth stocks. Well, it, you know, you, you have these mini bear market rallies, which is pretty typical in a bear market. You know, you have a couple days here and there and they're like, oh, I don't want to rebalance. I, I, I don't want to rebalance, which means even and out to so that your risk budget, right, or your risk tolerance, that's the mm-hmm. industry term, but it's really the budget. You know, how much can you afford to lose versus how much can you lose and still be able to sleep at night? You know, a rebalance it in such a way so that it matches your risk, but because of that fear of missing out, they don't. And, you know, we, we just met with actually several families. Uh, we just started working with a couple of them over the last couple of weeks that have been absolutely crushed. And they're, you know, they're full-fledged in retirement. Um, and, and, you know, one couple lost close to 30% this year. I mean, that's a huge hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that's way, 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 way too much risk. And, and no one should be taking that kind of risk when you're at or in retirement. And that was on their entire portfolio. Yeah. I, you also, the clients that we've had coming in over the, as well as potential clients coming in, you know, one of the big things is is inflation, you know, and, and talking about their actual budget and how much has been blown out of the water. And that is the, the key component that, uh, you know, I think bringing everything to a head is how do we anticipate? And I, that's why this is a growing, the plan itself changes every year. So in, in month to month, day to day, depending on, because life happens, right? And, and people, when you're doing this on your own, you have to be able to differentiate between financial advice and the hot stock tip. Okay. Because that's the, oh my gosh, here, you know, you got to buy this. Oh, you know what, what's, give, give me a good stock. That's well, what everybody said when crypto first came to the market. They wanted to know why the heck are we not. <laughs> and, and, and now now the new catchphrase is, well, you got to buy the dip. You got to buy the dip. And I'm not talking about French onion, you know. <laughs> I mean, you have to, but, you know, that's buying the dip is not a real strategy because now all of a sudden you're letting emotion drive the boat, right? Fear and greed. Those are the two things. And, you know, if you don't have a plan in place, which is your strategy, Emotion is going to wind up, you know, steering the boat, steering the ship. Um, and, and you really can't. And you don't you don't want to act solely on what other people are doing, because the reality is by the time you hear it, those that are institutional, they're already getting out or they already got in. And now you're buying at the high. But don't you also think that, you know, when I sit back and I think of people 
um, when they have either an, an advisor on their portfolio or they don't. There's two plays here. There's those that are like, oh my gosh, I need to be growth, growth, growth. I want to see this turnaround really, really fast or those that are conservative, right? But inevitably they want they want somebody else to say this is a good deal for them. Like they want to call and say, you take the risk. I want the upside. Yep. The, the confirmation. Yep. I mean, they, they want that confirmation for sure. And, and sometimes they, uh, they don't like the answer. You, you, you know, because it, it is... It, it's more boring than that. It's well, a lot it's, more. It's all, it's all about the math, right? And when I say the math, it's not just, you know, one plus one equals two. It's, okay, what kind of math are we going to use for you? Because, you know, how much do you need to, to live on? How much do you need to be able to enjoy life? Are you going to help with your, your kids, you know, grandkids, you know, college education? Are you, I mean, what are your goals? Are you going to fund this charity and that charity? And how are you going to do it? What's the, I mean, so those are the things that are going to dictate, yeah, that's part of that plan, that overall strategy that's going to dictate what kind of investments that you have. And I'm, you know, the, the, everyone gets so, they get married to a, a to a holding to a stock, right? I'm not going to name a company. Yeah, because but, they see long term. Either at the time that they're looking at it, it's either you know it's been going up 35 percent. I got to get in. I got to yeah, get in. I'm gonna miss it. Yeah. And you know, by the time you're there, it's like, oh wait, did I already miss it? Well, it's going to go up, you know, because the uh, what what was it? What did we hear by? Uh, I think this was in no November. Um, November, December, right before crypto started going down, you know, by June of this year, Bitcoin's going to hit a hundred thousand. Well, you know, it, and, and that's when you have all these issues of emotion driving the decisions and they may not be in your best interest. You know, one of the things that we see, uh, especially, you know, when we first start working with a new family, um, they come in, they have their portfolio, you know, and, and we do the analysis, you know, based on what their risk is, what their needs all are, what their overall strategy is using safety, income and growth. OK. And and as we sit down and go through it, you know, most people, when they're looking at it and working by themselves, they're just saying, OK, this asset is working for me. And these assets aren't working. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to liquidate the ones that aren't working and buy some of this other stuff over there, okay? Not that that's not a bad thing, but it's more to it than that. We're going through it with a, a new family right now where what are the tax implications, yeah. right? What's what's that on after-tax stuff, you know, whether it's a trust or joint account or individual brokerage, you know, not on IRAs or any kind of retirement account, but what did you pay for it? How do we offset those gains against losses so we don't create a tax bill? And um, and, and we see it all the time. I'm, I'm not just going to, you know, it's not just this one family, but we've seen it over and over and over again, where a couple of years ago, you know, over the years, they've, they've liquidated and got hit with a six figure tax bill because they didn't understand how to harvest those losses or when to harvest those losses and, and what that's going to look like. And how do you measure that against your overall risk? And that's the big thing too, right? So when you're looking at that portfolio, then you have a big decision, especially in a in a down market, or hang on and take a bigger loss. But when you're retired, it's it's a bigger deal because you have to liquidate those things to be able to live on if you're invested the wrong way, right? So if you have everything in the market and you have to continually liquidate just to be able to maintain your lifestyle, you're never going to be able to recover. So that those are the things, you know that that's the difference between 
you know, getting financial advice and having a financial advisor. And look, we work with, and, and we've met with a lot of people who do a really good job on their own too. Yeah, but I, and, and I'm just going to dial it back, not just referencing portfolios, but referencing, and I know I was just there talking about inflation, but the budget, your overall budget, it changes. And I swear to you, people will come in from one year to the next. And it they hasn't won't. changed. It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed my budget. Well, I'm just here to say in my budget, our budget has changed drastically. So when I look at the what we spent this time last year, I just want to say that's when when somebody says, hey, put together your budget, it is one of those things where it is eye-opening. It is eye-opening and do it. It's one of those, I, I'm not going to say it's a feel-good event. It certainly isn't, but it's it's a realization on what are we spending on yeah, a monthly right. basis. Well, and, I mean, how often when we do an annual review, yeah. right? And, and we get the response back, it hasn't changed. And then I'm sitting down and I'm going through the annual review and, or, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, quarterly or semi-annual, whatever it is. And I'm like, so it hasn't changed. So you're not paying more for gas. Yeah. Oh, no, we are. And you're not paying more for food. Oh, no, no, it's costing a lot more. I'm like, so then your budget has changed. Well, yeah, I mean, it's probably gone up. I just got this. It's probably gone up about 20%. I'm like, okay. Well, so that makes a big difference. Well, I I just got a phone call today. I just got a phone call. No, my budget hasn't changed. Well, then I just turn around and I add 20% to it because... I know your budget's changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it has. We, we have to hedge, right? So, and, and so we, we put in that 20% inflation factor, um, well, you, you know, for right just now, for the additional cost. Yeah. I mean, you, and, and you do because, you know, running out of money, you know, that's that's a big fear for a lot of people right now. Yeah. And, then, and then we've got this, the, the big fear of Social Security. You know, they came out and said, the powers that be, you know, they're, they're really looking at, you know, 2034 is when social security is, that's when it's going to be done. Well, the reality is there's no money there. And I mean, it's just a right hand, left hand, you know, that's right. That went all the way back in Clinton's time, right? That was gone. No, no, that that was back in the seventies. So what are you depending on? What happens if that goes away? If this inflation continues to go, people aren't entering the workforce, people, the full retirement age that gets stretched out. You know, I don't know if it is or not. I'm just using this, you know, as an example. You know, I mean, is it is it still going to be age 67? Is it going to go to 70? Is it going to go to 72? I mean, we've heard is as late as, you know, uh, age 75. And is COLA going to go away? And because, it, yeah, I because mean, how do you continue to support that? And so if that goes away to be make sure that the money is still there, then how are you going to be able to maintain your lifestyle, especially if you have all of your assets at risk? You know, making sure that you have the income on hand so that you can depend on it. I mean, that's your paycheck. You know, when you retire, you're creating your own paycheck and you just need to make sure that it lasts, that you don't outlive it. That's the key. Well, again, we're all narrowing it back to this plan. And it sounds like we're broken record all the time that blah, we blah, keep blah. coming. Well, yep. I, no, I, it, I, I, you're right. You're exactly right. <laughs> but it's, you know, now more than ever. Well, and, and I and I guess the components of the plan, if you go back and listen to our previous podcasts and, and you're going to hear over and over again us talk about the plan and that inevitably what we're talking about is what your income that's 
currently based right now, how much you're saving, how much you're spending, and what your portfolio is. They all have to work together on top of good old Mr. IRS. Yeah, because we know taxes are going up in a couple of years because this current tax code goes away, you know, and, and if not sooner. So, you know, all these things, it flows back to income, you know, and how did you save? Is it being taxed? How does that affect uh, taxes, not only on your Social Security, but the means of based testing on Medicare and, you know, everything kind of attaches to each other. They're all interrelated. And if you were answering somebody's question right now and saying, you know, how do I make sure that I'm in the best financials? How are you? As an advisor, how are you helping families? What's the big theme here as we come full circle on what role you play? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it comes down to what we, you know, beat the drum on, right? I mean, your budget, so the income plan. So how much are you spending? I mean, that's that's a big part of it. And what are the sources of income and what that what's that going to look like? As those funds come in, you know, are you paying tax on it? You know, is it from a Roth? Um, is it after tax? Do you have to pay long-term, short-term capital gains? You know, all these things have to be evaluated. And remember, because the more taxes you pay, not only does it affect the taxes on your Social Security, but it affects the cost of your Medicare. And then you have to have that plan, the legacy plan. So when you pass it on to your spouse or your heirs, your beneficiaries, how are you going to do that in the most tax-efficient manner possible? And that's why you can't be myopic. You've got, especially in times like these, you know, what is your strategy? What do you want to do? So the way, look, you're at point A right now, you know, and you want to get to point B. The quickest way is the direct line. You don't, you know, you don't want the ups and downs. You don't want to go to C and D to get to B, right? And I think I want to bring you back just to talk about prepping for retirement. I mean, this is not where you prep six months before you retire. You know, it's not something, I'm not saying that there aren't people that do just that. But I'm saying when I'm looking at myself in my early 50s, I'm saying I want to know what things are going to look like, where I cross my T's and dot my I's. And I mean, certain things that people in their mindset, they like, I'm going to turn my social security on when I'm 67. And what does, what are the rules involved in that? Sometimes you, you really need somebody to say. To guide you. Yeah. I mean, you really need a guide. And how many phone calls have you made with families to Social Security? And it's um, a different answer every time. With the same say. family, <laughs> you talk to five people and you get six different answers because one person gives you two. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Didn't you just say, don't argue with me? Right? I mean, it, and, and that's why you've got to wade through all this stuff. And it's, and, it's, and it's really, really hard. I can't imagine, you know, being an expert in something else and then trying to, to learn this as well, because it's a foreign language. I mean, it's a whole, di- I mean, it's literally a different well, language than what people use on a, on a day, day-to-day basis. But I don't even feel like it's just a different language. And I almost feel like the rules change so often that you have to focus. Um, so yeah, They do. They do. Um, and I'm going to... Rev- not just as it relates to the IRS, but, you know, Social Security. Things are changing as far as when you make your appointment, as far as when you turn your benefits on. All those things are changing. I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to where do you go to get help? You know, do you go to TV? Now, that might be a, a starting point. Do you read, you know, what's on the Internet? Uh, you know, it, you just you got to make sure you're doing your research. You watch your business um, channels, all of them. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, um, and, but, you know, if you, and again, that goes back to the difference between financial advice and the hot stock tip, you know, which sounds a little bit longer lasting. Yeah. Because sometimes you, the generalizations that are made on TV, you try Mm -hmm. to relate them to, to your specific situation and it just, 
it doesn't line up like that. It just doesn't. More times than not, you're absolutely right. Yep. All right. Well, if you have more questions, obviously, I am going to give you some uh, ways that you can get a hold of us, either by phone, uh, 614-526-4118, or you can reach us by email at info, I-N-F-O, at egsifinancial.com. You can go to our website and you can schedule some time with Ed at www.egsifinancial.com. Go right on there and you can actually pick a calendar time. Ed, thanks very much. Absolutely. Thanks, Leanne. tested your fitness level, not your workout routine. I'm talking about your financial endurance, because if saving to a 401k is the extent of your effort, it is time for you to start shaping up. And Ed Sedell is here to help you do that with the retirement trainer. It's his podcast to help you examine your financial stamina and learn the questions you should be asking and areas to focus on to help you get to that place you've been working so hard for a happy, comfortable retirement. And it's not as hard as some might have made you believe. Ed's broken it down into five simple steps. It's the retirement fitness plan, which he personally created to help clarify key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the retirement fitness plan at egsifinancial.com. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to the retirement trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. Investment advisory services offered through EGSI Investment Management, DBA EGSI Financial Group, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through EGSI Financial Services, Inc., Ohio license number 102 Thank you.